coming to you live from Southern California. In my garage. The kitchen that I use where I live. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. A tale of two paramedics. <laughs> where shit has happened to them and they retell their stories. Oh, it's like Law and Order SVU where it opens up and it's like, yeah. this. the stories are especially heinous. These are their stories. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Everything we do related to the ambulance is especially heinous. <laughs> this is Ambulance Special Victims Unit. <laughs> it's like Special Medics Unit, like we're <laughs> dumb medics. <laughs> These were like window lickers. <laughs> I'm going to hell for that comment. <laughs> oh, hey. Hi. How are Hello. you? Hi. Just damn thing. How are you? I'm surviving. <laughs> let's talk about how it's freaking August already and it's almost September. Like, where did the year go? Do you remember? <laughs> I can't believe that the year is like already like moving as quickly mm -hmm. as it is. Yeah. Like, wasn't it just New Year's Eve? Like, weren't we just making resolutions? I did just see a funny meme today about like uh, the fire medic trying to like, like math the GCS. And I shared it on her Instagram, like, oh, like, hand me the tablet. But, like, it's me. That's me. I, I hate the GCS. I think it's the dumbest fucking number that we use to figure out if someone's yeah. awake or not. Like, it's so Well, old. just also the numbers are skewed off. Like, why is it four, five, six? Mm -hmm. Like, why isn't it one, two, three? You know, like, why on earth did that become a thing? Like, why is 15 the number, not, like, an even number, like, 20? That doesn't. Or know. ten, like like an like that... an Apgar is ten, you know. So why why is a GCS a random fifteen? And the Apgar has like five things of like zero to two in each category, so that makes sense. But yeah, GCS is not also someone please check me on the Apgar because don't post this if I'm completely off. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the inside of the OB kit if I ever need an Apgar. Well, I feel like Apgar was the one thing I memorized, but now that I'm actually speaking towards this, I bet you anything I'm like off a number or, you know, like, I, I think know. it's, I think it's at an eight. No, no, it's at a 10. It's at a 10. Now, see, I'm second guessing myself and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, fuck. Like, what is it? One, one to 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, you're so smart. Oh my God. Ah! <laughs> Stuck on that, bitches. Yeah. You know what one of my least favorite calls for service is? Mm, penis is too big ooh ooh that's Overdose. not what she said uh, <laughs> too drunk for detox ooh, that's a good one it seems I to be like it it, it's such a like dumb reason to call 911 it's a loophole that's what it is it's pushing the buck ooh it is no one wants to take accountability so what are we going to do mm -hmm. we're going to send them to the mm -hmm. hospital Mm hmm yeah well and you know like the hospital gets so pissed off when you bring those in too like again that's one of those like why did you come here and you're like i didn't want to be here with like joe dirt like mm -hmm. it's just literally they need to sleep it off and they can't do that on the street corner on the two percent chance that they choke on their vomit and die i like the ones that call from the detox tank like pd yeah, is like, like already there yeah you know and there's always like the person working the drunk tank it's never, it's never an actual officer. I mean, I'm sure there are some kind of sworn 
something, but it's never an actual officer. It's always like like this grandma or grandpa who's working like their second or third job and they're just trying to make ends meet and they're like, hey, I can't handle this. <laughs> I can't even bend over to clean up the puke. They hand out buckets to those guys. Well, and like in detox, it's literally like a very tiny like mat, like a sleeping mat that you have in preschool and on a cement floor. And there's literally nothing else in the room besides other people on little preschool mats on a cement floor. So like there's literally a person sitting there watching them to see if they like die in their sleep. So just because they throw up, you're like, oh, I have to call 911 now what a what a nightmare like also Mm -hmm. like what a job like i i hate working on the ambulance when it comes to those like crazy drunk calls all the time and like they literally their job is to babysit people who can't handle their own alcohol so they could sleep it off yeah and like also let's all be real we've all been there a time or two where we've had too much to drink and you just you do a little binge and purge and then you either rally or you go to bed and you know, it happens. Also, this isn't Nom Donnie. There are rules. Where is your battle buddy? Where is yeah. your battle buddy? How dare you leave your friend behind? I know. I know. And they're just, they're gone. They're the alone. audacity. The the shame. And they don't remember anything. So when they wake up in either the hospital or drunk tank, they're like, what the heck? How'd I even get there? And then they got to call their friend Cassidy and be like, hey, why did you leave me, ho? <laughs> yeah, Cassidy, you fucking bitch. Yeah, where were you? Why didn't you call someone? Why didn't you call an Uber? You know, but also I have been on the other side where people do call Ubers for their people and the Uber, they throw up in the Uber and that shit's expensive. It's like $250 to get an Uber cleanup. You wake up in the morning with like a Venmo request (laughs) for $300 for the cleaning fee. Like, yeah, well, I take it off your credit card, whatever credit card is authorized for that ride specifically, they just take it. They don't even ask questions. They're like, you know what you did. And you're like, actually, I did it. I blacked out and I have no idea what I did. Please explain. I need pictures. <laughs> Honestly, they probably would have pictures. And I don't know if I want, if I ever get to that point, I don't know if I want to see pictures. I don't need the evidence. I mean, I kind of do. If they're going to charge me $250, I need to see like an unconscious picture of myself with like vomit all over my shirt or something, you know, like really make <laughs> me feel like I earned it. You're like upside down in the Uber, like like pants half down because you've also peed and they're like here 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 you go dear and i i would cry but i'd be like yeah i deserve uh, here's 500 dollars. i'm so sorry (laughs) they send you a picture and it's of you in the trunk you're like wait a second where is this going what happened (laughs) oh my god my dad warned me about this i'm your dad help i know i watched liam neeson's taken i've seen some shit okay I really like, okay, I don't ever want to get taken, but I wish that I had that skill set. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll come for you. I have a set of skills. I will find you. I will kill you. Mm-hmm. And I will charge you for the AMA you filled out, you dirty fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of detox, let's talk about our uh, badge on badge crimes or yeah. favors. Let's talk about our our friends in blue. Mm -hmm. May their tender be plentiful. And their... (laughs) (laughs) May may their guns be shiny and their wills be big. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I should have workshopped that one. Like, I'm sorry. Let me... me, Line? (laughs) Who wrote this script? 
who is this? Yeah, fire them immediately. Yes, may, may. their badges be shiny and their guns pensions be, be large. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's way better. Yeah. May their badges be shiny, their pensions be large. Our friends yes. in blue. Our friends in blue, the police officers, the the unspoken will, heroes. Yeah, I will take a second to say I could never do your job. I never want to get shot at, stabbed at, spit at, attacked on a regular basis. So thanks for doing what you do. I'm sorry it sucks. You should get paid more. I'm very sorry. I think that like one of the the biggest, maybe not biggest isn't the right word. One of the most understated situations is like when someone calls 911 and a firefighter or paramedic EMT show up, it's like, oh, thank God you're here. Mostly, right? Not always. Sometimes they're like, hey, you bitch, get the fuck out. But mostly they're like, oh, the heroes have arrived. I can tell you that like I've been on what I thought was the nicest people and a cop rolls in they're like what are you doing here pig and I'm like fuck dude like like tase him <laughs> <laughs> you, you deserve a little spritz of pepper spray to the face just a little Ooh. spritz god I've I've had some pepper spray run-ins that are awful like awful me. for me okay tell me about uh, your spray Oh, God. Well, first of all, my most recent pepper sprain is when my husband decided to fry jalapenos in our kitchen like three days uh, in a row. And I'm not joking. That's what pepper spray feels like. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for some homemade pepper spray, my husband has a recipe. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Okay. So I this is probably right after like the George Floyd situation. So obviously tensions between police and our minority races are really high everyone's trying to do everything pc and make sure that like we're holding each other accountable so we go to this like trolley stop and it's like like everyone films everything i think this is kind of like we've always been filmed but like prevalently i think on every call we were all being filmed Mm -hmm. so um we go to this trolley stop for someone who's had an interaction with trolley PD. I, I truly don't even remember the whole reason that this interaction happened because it happened before I got there. And I think it was over like possibly an unpaid fare. But again, tensions are very high between our minorities and our police officers. And then trolley security, who's like, you know, a mall cop. And um. This person is in handcuffs. He's like screaming. He's been pepper sprayed and he's not following any commands. Like not, not, not following commands. That's the wrong way to put it. He's just not cooperating. He's been pepper sprayed, possibly wrongfully pepper sprayed, like looking back at the situation now. So I probably wouldn't have talked to me either, but it doesn't like take the stress of the situation out. So Trolley PD has him handcuffed. SDPD is like, well, we're not really putting him under arrest, but he was pepper sprayed, so he has to get evaluated by ambulance. And so my partner and I are trying to do everything we can. Like, hey, dude, like, I'm not a cop. I got you. And like, just, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And it's one of those, like, like you are breathing. All the vital signs on the monitor are fine, but just like won't cooperate, won't listen, won't follow direction. And and that's like, I don't know how nice I can be. Like we're, we're trying every tactic that we can. He has a companion with us, like crying, like, please don't shoot him. Don't hurt him. I'm like, ma'am, I'm not a cop. Like, and meanwhile, I've got probably like no less than 20, a combination of 20 police officers and trolley security cops 
So like, so it's like a big scene. It's a big scene. Everybody is filming us. It's just so stressful. Like the guy is screaming and kicking and like, he's not like, I don't need to sedate him, but he's not helping us. And, and I also, I didn't really feel right sedating him because I don't think that he is altered. I think that he is just uncooperative. Um, and he's not really a danger to us at this point. He's in handcuffs, like he's on the ground. So anyway, I think that we sat on scene with this person for 40 minutes, like, like trying everything. And then finally, just like talking to them or like, dude, trying anything, like getting vital signs, trying to talk to the cops, talk to the fucking security guards on scene. And basically every officer on scene has decided like they are washing their hands of this call. Um, but he's not technically answering my orientation questions he's not following commands he's got to go right like mm-hmm. i can't i can't justify just unhandcuffing him and walking away so i'm kind we're all in this like weird weird legal limbo i guess so mm-hmm. my partner and i are like okay let's get him on the gurney as soon as we try to get him on the gurney he starts fighting and kicking and screaming and it's like all hands on deck except all hands were not on deck because the trolley pe- <laughs> the deck was empty <laughs> the deck was empty there was no swab there was no second mate the captain was nowhere to be seen because it was of course an ambulance only response god help me and mm-hmm. um he starts kicking and screaming and as i mentioned mm-hmm. he was covered in pepper spray so now mm-hmm. i'm covered in pepper spray my partner is covered mm-hmm. in pepper spray my arms are literally itchy and swollen up uh, and do you think this was the point i called for more help it should have no, been. Time you're like, I think I can handle this. I think I can handle this. I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I can handle this. And by the time you're like, I can't handle this, it's always too late. It's, it's always too like, late. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And then so we're we're wrestling this guy. It's me and my partner, and we're wrestling and we're fighting him. Like, please, sir, just and you know we've got like the cameras in our face that are you know please don't shoot him. My hands up, don't shoot. I was like, his hands aren't up. They're behind his fucking back. I know he's not going to shoot me. I don't have a gun. Um, and so at this point we're literally wrestling just the two of us and all of these fuckers are sitting here watching us struggle and finally I looked at my partner I was like hey stop and so we set the guy back down on the ground and I looked at the cops and I was like you're putting him on the gurney I'm not doing this anymore if you're not gonna fucking help me then I'm not gonna help you and so it was like a standoff at the okay corral like like trolley security was like well we can't touch him in San Diego PD's like he's not under arrest I was like someone's got to fucking help me so eventually we get him into the back of the ambulance we put him in four-point restraints we can't transport in handcuffs right behind their back i did he's not in custody so they're not going to put him on they're not going to keep him in custody or whatever i guess he's sort of detained i'm sure there's a legal mumbo jumbo that i'm missing here but whatever so we get Mm -hmm. him in the back and finally i'm trying to get info from pd like do you have an idea on him do you have anything on him and then i come back in the ambulance and we shut the door and I'm like, Hey man, I'm really trying to help. And he goes, I'm sorry, y'all. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. And I was like, you're sorry. And he's like, I just really, the cops really had me freaked out. And I was like, God fucking damn it. He's in restraint. He, he was fucking restrained. And he, I was like, all right, what's your name? He's like, Joe Blow. And I'm like, Hey, Joe Blow, how old are you? I don't remember how old he was, but this motherfucker is alert and oriented and I'm like, hey, man, I'm really sorry that my partner and I just wrestled with you, but uh, you weren't answering our questions. And um, 
would you like to go to the hospital? And he's like, no, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. So I went from fighting him, struggling, four-point restraining him, putting him in the back of the ambulance, to signing him out AMA. <laughs> oh, God. No way was that a 360 turn of events. I literally like by the end of it my partner and I are covered in pepper spray my arms are itchy my eyes are swollen like I I want to cry both from the pepper spray and the encounter I'm like is this is this my career I picked this I've I've openly chosen to be here and the whole thing was it was just a fucking nightmare and so like now, if a patient has been pepper sprayed, I literally treat them like they have the fucking bubonic plague. Like, I tie back suit, I glove, I fucking, like, what a lesson to wear safety glasses on every fucking call, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, even that, it's, like, in the air around the person, like, electrons, you know, just floating around them. So you just get near them, and you're like, it's in your mouth, it's, like, in your hair, it's on your gloves, and it's just, like, you can't get that shit off, you know, right? Because you go to wash your hands and water yeah. activates it, so it's just... Yeah, I, well, and then, work. like, you know that dumb trick that everyone tries to do where they're like, listen, you're going to take a big bag, you're going to spike it, and you're going to connect it to a nasal cannula, and you're going to tape that to their nose, and it's going to wash out their eyes. Dude, no, fuck what? that. What? No, fuck that's that. a mess. That's a massive mess, that's and no one's doing mess. that. And it and, never works. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't no. nobody got time for that. You basically create well, a jump rope of fucking, like, tubing. And then a big, giant water project, like a water yeah. feature in the ambulance that no one's cleaning up but you. No. Um, just to kind of turn it on a more lighthearted note, um, I'm glad you survived that. I've definitely <laughs> been in situations like that where you're just like, well, this is kind of where we're at. I don't really know where to go from, from here. But um, so I worked on this ambulance that was downtown in a major city, but their city blocks are smaller than like, let's say New York city blocks. So we have bicycle cops cause it's just easier for them to get around. Um, and then there was, you know, a bunch of incidences of like people getting hit by cars on Friday and Saturday night. So they actually block the entire, you know, downtown part off. And it's just how cool if like the cops like rode around and it was like, bicycle, bicycle. Well, I know. Like every time their spokes hit like their card, it just like cues a tune, like a music box. Absolutely. That'd be super cool. Um, so anyway, we, we would run with the same downtown cops, like every 30 minutes, right? You pick up a drunk person, you go to the hospital, you drop them off, you're right back in downtown and you just, you know, you see them over and over again. You're like, Hey, Justin, so good to see you. You know, what's this guy, you know, and most of the time it's just nonsense. And then other times it's, you know, something like a gunshot or stabbing or whatever. Anyway. So I, you know, I was like running downtown. It's a Friday night. I always tried to have like a really good attitude. So, you know, we play music. We just like be in an upbeat, you know, time. And these downtown cops, we'd always like drive past them going to the same call, but obviously we're driving. So we're going way faster. So I'd always like hang my head out the window and be like, we're beating you. Like pretty boy want to race. And then I'd like gun, (laughs) gun the engine. And like, they would just be like, what the F? Like we're on bicycles and then we get to the call and, you know, we'd be talking and then they roll up like a minute or two later and they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, why are you so sweaty? Like, how are your legs doing? Like, what's going on? Like, do you want to ride next time? And they'd just be like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> and they like knew I was joking, but cause you know, you'd run with the same couple, like every couple times, but it was so funny. And then I, one of the times I was like, Hey, can I get on your bike? And they're really not supposed to let you do that. But I would like, you know, just badger and pester them like every call and be like, Hey, I need to get on your bike. And they're like, we can't. I'm like, I need to get on your bike. And they'd be like, 
okay fine and then they let me go on the bike and I do like a couple wheelies around them you know like just driving circles I'm like man this thing is agile I'm like trying to do a bunny hop and then I fell off the bike which is totally in true fashion because I was not very good on a bike I don't even know why I thought I could do it but their bikes are so light and so fun and like we even had um this one like bicycle cop we you know we ran with him all the time he was super fun and we like got him one time I think we we're doing some sort of like challenge it was like kind of like the ice bucket challenge or whatever like going around to like support and he I was like hey like I need to like slap your ass to show like this video that we're doing and he's like I can't I'm gonna get in trouble I'm in uniform like we're not allowed to like do that we're especially not supposed to be allowed on social media and I was like I have to do it like I think he was like one of my captains had dared me to, or we're all trying to one up each other or do like oh Friday God. night bingo, you know? I really Maybe love like- that it, this comes from like a station dare. They're like, Hey, you got to touch a police officer's butt, but it has to yeah. be a full smack, complete hand. You need to leave a mark and he needs yeah. to say something. Also, it can't and be honestly, I think it was harder. Yeah. I think it was harder for me because right. Boy, girl scenario. Like they're like, okay, like you're hitting on you. And I'm like, Hey, I'm not hitting on you. I need, this is like Friday night bingo. Like I have to smack <laughs> a police officer's ass. And like, I know you're down. Like if it was a dude doing it like bro on bro, it'd be fine. Like it would have happened in like 10 seconds. And we ran like 10 calls with the same guy. And I was like, Hey man, it's three in the morning for the love of God. Just let me smack your butt. And he was like, <laughs> He's like, oh, fine. I was like, I have to video it. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to turn around so you can't see my face or my badge. And I was like, dude, do whatever you got to do. And sure enough, he like, let me do it. And I think I end up winning bingo. And they're like, who did you do that to? And I'm like, it's a freaking police officer. And they're like, no way. And I ended That's up like amazing. winning. amazing. But... Dude, yeah. that, that is something I miss about like working the shitty night shift is playing mm-hmm. like ambulance bingo. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it really was like something that just brought you together and you get to the hospital and you're like, dude, guess what I just did. I know. And it just honestly, like it's Friday night. It's, it's late in the, in the night or early morning. Like, you know, no supervisors are up or no one of like any like superiority is up. So it's like kind of like anything goes like the rules are just like, you make them up as you go, but it's like, that's where I developed like my, my best friendships is like meeting everyone at the hospital late at night. We shoot the shit. Everyone's exhausted, you know, but like you're in the exhaustion together. And then like, we would hang out with each other, like outside of weekends, you know, like Monday morning when like the weekend shift would end, you know, you go to a bar, you go get some drinks, you go get some food, you party, and then you see them like next week. And it was like so much camaraderie and I don't miss being that tired, but I do miss like the friendships that you made. I don't miss being that tired either. I do occasionally, like, my young liver misses meeting up at the bar and running into the cops and the other firefighters that worked Friday night with you. Or, you know, it would have been, like, Sunday night, but still Mm -hmm. all weekend. And you meet up all at the same bar, and you're just like, oh, that was awful. Blowjob shots? All right, let's do it, budges! Mm -hmm. Yeah, or unlimited mimosas or whatever. Or honestly, there's this one bar and it's it used to be called the American Breakfast and they actually changed the name, but it's still the same thing. It's two eggs, it's bacon, it's toast, it's hash browns. um, And then you can like also sub to get avocado or a side pancake. And it was literally $7. And it's the perfect amount of food, you get a little carbs, you get your protein, you kind of mix it all up together and make yourself like a little hash. And it was so good. Oh, the Santa Maria burritos, I'll never forget. Oh, never yeah, forget. those are so good. Never forget the Santa Maria. Um, Pizza Maria. Have you ever had, like, a cop, like, save your ass on a call? Oh, yeah, like, several times. But I remember this one because it wasn't even on purpose. It was just, like, happenstance. 
And it was when I was an EMT. And again, I worked downtown. I did a couple stints downtown and we'd pick up, you know, at this home. (laughs) I did a couple, I did a couple years downtown behind the bars, the big bars. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I actually am homeless. This is like my reveal. I actually live there now. I have a tent, you know, over on like E street. So, um, (laughs) But yeah, I, we, it was like, luckily it was daytime and I was just, you know, like picked up a shift or something and it was a BLS level call and I get in the back and it's like for a homeless guy with like multiple, multiple complaints, but none of them are real, right? He just wants to go to the hospital. And honestly, that's my wheelhouse. I like to chat. I like to ask way too many questions. I like to go through the shit. Like that's just, that's what I like to do. Am I bothering you? Am I annoying you? Do you like this? What's your favorite color? What kind of animal would you be if you were (laughs) a wizard? What would be your power? (laughs) That's literally what I'd ask. I'd be like, why are you homeless? What drugs do you do? Oh, I'm not a cop. I just want to know what drugs you do because I'm curious and I'm too whitewashed and I've never done enough drugs, you know, so. If you're a cop, you have to tell me. You have to tell me if you're a cop. You can't, you can't lie. If you're a cop, you have to tell me. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And I'm like, I'm not a cop. I do have this shiny, pretty badge, but it means nothing. So please tell me everything. And anyway, so this guy like seemed really cool. And then all of a sudden he just kind of like snapped. Well, that's not true. He probably snapped because I was asking him way too too many questions. (laughs) And um, he was just like, I have a knife in my backpack and I'm going to stab you. And like, of course, it's this deep ass black backpack. So we didn't go through all of it. We just went through like the outside pockets and stuff. And I was just like, well, I don't get paid enough for this. So I just yell like, you know, like pull over or dog on the road or whatever. And so my partner pulls over and has no idea what's going on. Right. And I just walk out the back doors because I'm like, you know, what, your girl's not getting stabbed today. Like, I don't get paid enough. I definitely don't want to be stabbed by some like rusty old knife and like get super bad tetanus and lockjaw. Like, that's not my game plan for this week. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have to drink like smoothies through straws all week or whatever. But um, yeah, so I just like walked out the back doors and there just happened to be like a police officer like patrol behind us. They were going somewhere else. They weren't even on our call. And they like, you know, stop behind us because I literally walk out of the ambulance. and They're like, are you good? I'm like, actually, I'm not good. This guy just trying to stab me. Like, do you mind like going through his shit? And they're like, oh, hell no. And they like, you know, get in and like start like chatting with the guy and they go through shit and he does have a knife it ended up being like a a smaller pocket knife which I mean that's just annoying to get stabbed with right it's like not gonna do like that much damage it's just gonna be more annoying to get like tetanus shots well and then you like have to explain like well I got stabbed with a three inch knife uh it's like a paper cut not even like a three inch knife like probably like one and a half to two inches and it's gross and I'm sure it's opened up all the meth bags in the entire world you know so it's just like if anything it's just gonna ruin my day and I'm not even gonna get street cred for being stabbed you know dude mm-hmm. I mean so but anyway they were yeah. the homies they just didn't even ask questions they're like hey you need help and I'm like yep help me help 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 me. Help, help, help me. Help, help me. God, help, God, help, help me. Help. <laughs> help, help me. It, it's like a plastic knife that he pulls out, like, like from a Lunchable. <laughs> like a, yeah, like a butter knife. You're like, yeah. well, now I feel dumb. <laughs> You're like, it could still do damage. You know, actually, like, I, I think about it all the time. Like, we store trauma shears and stuff in the weirdest locations. And I'm like, dude, like, one day someone's going to grab it. And they're going to mm-hmm. get me. And I'm going to be like... <laughs> Like, as I get it, I'm going to be like, it was my fault I put it there. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, I always think there's a really interesting, like, like we kind of talked about it before, like, offline. But, like, what does clear in actually mean? Yeah, to them versus us, yeah. you know? 
just thinking like there's been so many times where like you go on calls and it says PD says clear in and you walk up and I've literally had an old man holding a shotgun and they're like oh you're clear in and I'm like uh... does no one else in the room see this giant fucking shotgun that's like right there and they're like oh this is Harold he's like harmless and I'm like yeah but the giant gun in his hand is not harmless like what are you talking about you're like I don't feel safe they're like it's safe you're like I'm not help help yeah (laughs) (laughs) who's coming for me um I have one that kind of like I I wish there had been some more dispatcher involvement though I don't I actually take that back I don't think there was anything they could have done so same Mm -hmm. just like all of our stories it's night shift I'm a baby medic I'm actually working dual medic that night with another medic, which is cool. And um, we get called to uh, cardiac arrest, CPR in progress, and it's at a, um, like an old car wash in a beach district. So uh, we start to pull up to it. We're first on scene because we were out and awake like crackheads. Um, And I'm looking at it. I'm like, hey, let's back down so that if we end up getting anything we can like load them in and just drive straight out. So I start backing my partner down and I see the cop and he goes, Hey, and I was like, Hey, we're coming. Like, just give me a second. And he goes, run. And I was like, what? And he turns and he's got his fucking, like, I don't know guns. It was, it was big. And it, it looked like some sort of a AR, but like what PD carries. I don't know if they carry ARs. It was a big fucking gun. And mm-hmm. he's fucking like clearing a corner, like in Call of Duty or something. I'm like, what the fuck? And he goes, you need to run. And I was like, you ain't gonna oh fucking gosh. tell me twice. So I book it into the, the ambulance. I tell my partner, like, go, go, leave, leave, leave. And, and I'm getting on the radio, I'm telling the engine, like, it is not clearing. Like, PD has told us to leave, like, like stage. We need to leave. We need to leave. So we end up getting canceled off the call. Like we're trying to listen to PD traffic, like nothing's happening. So kind of like you with your bicycle cops, we run the same calls with the same cops in the district. So later that night we're on some drunk call. It's really low acuity. We're like loading the guy in the ambulance and the cop was like, Hey, were you guys on the car wash call? And I was like, yeah, like what happened? Were they 1144? Or he goes, no, it was a fucking ambush. They were sitting in the back of the car with a gun. What? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, I'll tell you, like, I have goosebumps right now. I have never felt so, like, like, after scared in my life because, like, I, we would have just walked into that. Like, how many times? Oh, my gosh. Have we been sent on calls, like, cardiac arrest or whatever? Like, there was nothing for the dispatcher to even hear to be suspicious about. I don't, like, thank God PD got there first because, like, I would have just rolled in trying to be a brand new hero paramedic and, you know, like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, I'm going to get this person. I honestly assumed it was an OD or something, but like, what a lesson yeah. to like, like maybe wait for PD in sketchy areas at two o'clock in the morning. Cause like, well, and of course, like you have that mentality of like, okay, let's get in there. One, let's confirm it's 11, like a CPR or 1144, because then you can cancel your engine and be the cool guy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Or you're, you're running in because like we've been taught like faster times to hands on chest and faster times to like BVM and medication. Like the person has a better survival rate. So you're just like, you're like task oriented, right? You're like, okay, go in, find the person. Like, I know like in training, we're like BSI scene safety, but I think because we joke around a lot of that, like way too much, we've like kind of negated the fact that like, sometimes it is like you're walking into a fucking shady place and we're just like, kind of like, under phased by it anymore 
like walking into a car wash, you'd be like, oh, we're in a car wash. We're outside. Like I have room to run, you know, like there's no weapons that I see. You're not in like a confined area. Right. You know? Right. And, and honestly, like, like you said, you're so like one track mind. You're like, cool. This is a code. I know how to fix that. I'm that's, that's mm-hmm. my wheelhouse. Like let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, thank God. I, I think about this all the time. Thank God we had not just pulled nose in and we mm-hmm. decided like, hey, let's take a second and back into this place because we don't have an egress. But the egress idea was not for safety purposes. It was so we could load and go if we needed to. But yeah, how absolutely. bizarre. So, Petey, you know who you are. Thanks for saving You're my ass that night. Heroes. Holy fuck. Also, I just think, like, they have – maybe it's just, like, the wheelhouse thing. Like, we're trained on medications and scenarios and, like, medical stuff. But, like, PD gets to go through, especially depending on what unit you're on, you get to go through, like, a drug class and learn all the street drugs. And, like, we learn those just based on experience. Like, when someone is, like, tacking out or whatever is acting strange, you're like, hey, what drug did you take? And they're like, I fucking took Skittles. And I'm a – middle-aged white woman like i have not taken skittles besides the actual mars bar skittles brand of candy you know like i'm not skittling on the weekend so i need to know what the f skittles mean like i need to know what like nose crystal is angel dust you know like all these all these street names that they keep changing all the time like that's cool and all but until you don't know until you know right like if someone's like oh i took like the teletubbies asshole i'd be like what does that even mean? What, like, what did you take? Just tell me like what you took. And they're like, Oh, it's heroin. I'm like, how did you get Teletubby asshole out of this? You know? <laughs> well, so, like, yeah, I just like wish we could do like some training with them. Cause they have so much knowledge that I would love to like be able to learn. And I think it would like help, you know, have us like have a better understanding of what they do and they can like have a better understanding of what we do. And, well, like, yeah, absolutely. We we could take a moment and be like, hey, can we not squeeze eight milligrams of Narcan up one nostril in two minutes? Like, let's talk about also, it. This guy is awake. So please don't do that. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is like going to these calls where they're like, oh, like they're unconscious. And then like, especially as a girl, it feels so good to walk into a call and give a good sternal rubber trap pinch and wake mm-hmm. someone up and you look at them like, oh, you couldn't have done that. Hi, do you want to go to the yeah. hospital? No, get out of here. Have a good night. Yeah. Right. Or like they give Narcan and they're like dead, like actually dead. Yeah. And you're like, did you CPR? And they're like, no, I gave Narcan. I'm like, well, did that work? And they're like, no. And it's like, then why are you still standing here? Like, why are we doing this? Like, keep going, you know? But I mean, again, training purposes, I don't know what they're trained for versus yeah. what we're trained for. We're obviously like medical professionals and they're peace officers. But I just think it's hilarious where it's like that. It's like, oh, I gave eight milligrams of Narcan. It's like, well, did you realize after the first two, maybe four, even the first, the third, the sixth, you know, like maybe <laughs> it's just not going to work. You're like, also like they're rigor yeah yeah did you notice that the head is separated from the body did you notice that like i do feel like cops call for like the silliest thing and they're like well they have high blood pressure and i'm like no they have a history of high blood pressure well they should just go get checked out and i'm like well then why don't you take them to go get checked out i hate that phrase let's just go get them checked out I think it's, again, passing the buck. Like, they don't want to do paperwork. We don't want to do paperwork. Like, I get it. Like, 
you know, if there's a way that you could, like, if we go to a call and I'm like, hey, this is the PD thing. I'm like, hey, yoo-hoo, toodaloo, over here. Like, come get your person. And they're like, no, it's yours. It's like, no, it's yours. <laughs> You're like, you it's know? yours. Avita motherfuckers. Yeah, Avita same. You know, I get it. And, uh, like, again, training differences. We have no idea what they're trained on. And they just think, like, oh, I have a whisper of medical. Like, yeah, I'm going to call, like, an ambulance to come take this and, like, figure this shit out. So, I get it. I also don't get it. Okay, let's real quick talk about police officer parking. What the F? Like, why the fuck are you all parking, blocking the road for us, for the fire engine, for each other? Like, I swear to God, it looks like a Tetris person, but for, like, a demented person. Like, there's just cars everywhere. It looks like an apocalypse parking lot where you're just like, how are you going to get out? How am I going to get in? Like, how, who thought this was a great idea? Everyone just comes comes in, like, you know, alarms ablazing, and then they park yes. in the worst spot ever. And why do you leave your fucking sirens on? Why? What? No, fucking it, explain, explain it to me right now, David. Why? <laughs> David, I David. This is the first name that came to my mind. Oh, oh it just ran. I was yeah. like, "Do you know someone named David?" Actually, yeah, I know a couple of Davids, know. but I don't think yeah. a cop named David. I'm sure David. If you're uh, a cop, yeah. David the cop. I'm talking to you. Why do you leave your fucking sirens on? Yeah, seriously, or like, why do you park like such an asshole? Like, literally, just think like for thirty seconds. Like, one, can you get out? Two, can we get in, you know, like, and it's just like, no one ever wants to move their car either. So we have to park like a million miles away, carry all our heavy shit in and then come to find out like they're at the wrong spot too, or something, you know, or like it's in a back house and we should have parked in the alley, but no one could have like picked up the radio and been like, Hey, can you park in the alley? You know, or whatever. I, um, I have the, the department that I'm primarily employed with sends cops for, fucking everything like elevator rescue do you need mm. pd no no i what are they are they gonna arrest the elevator <laughs> you have the right to remain grounded and button you can or do push will be used against you in a court of pulleys i don't know like come yeah. on this is hydraulic court sit down you've been leaking fluid uh, i just yeah or it's just like you know sometimes when like on calls too it's like pd shows up at the weirdest time and you're like hey we didn't ask for pd and they're like oh we saw the call and it looked like you might need us it's like what part of our notes did you see that you were like you know what i'm gonna go assign myself to this call you know it's like this is an old woman who's out of her blood pressure meds like what did what did you possibly think they're like oh this address has like a history of whatever and you're like okay well you can go now like do you want to take gertrude to go get her meds refilled I mean, that would be a great use of resources. Like, you don't have to do paperwork. I don't have to do paperwork. Gertrude gets her meds. Like, this is a fucking win-win scenario for Sherzies. If we have any cops who want to be on the podcast, like, I'll interview you. I'll tell you some stories. Um, Put on your badge and your bulletproof vest. Yeah, okay, let's trade. You put on my turnouts. I'll put on the, the belt, the Batmobile. You guys can put on my badge, but nothing else. Maybe some red bags. <laughs> I got, I got just a bat. Like, like you fucking right into their chest. Like you're like, sorry, no, yeah. nothing else. You better be naked. Sorry, there's, there's no way. Yeah, this is it. And then some red bags. Here we go. Do you think that uh, police? You know how like you they show on like, 
I guess it would be social media. It's like the firefighters you think that are in the firefighters on the calendar that you think are coming. And then like the firefighters who actually come, do you think cops have like the same thing? Oh, like where cops, like the fire, the cops you think are coming and these are the cops that show up. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure they have like dissension among the ranks of like, who's a newbie who does weird shit. Who's super cool. Like there's, that's any job. I just meant like, I just meant like not hot cops. (laughs) oh yeah i've definitely seen some not hot cops like it's more of like you have to be in a certain area to see the real hotties you know what i'm saying yeah the ones that will chase you on a foot pursuit you're like you can chase me anywhere i know yeah and then the (laughs) ones who like give up after 10 feet and they're like you know what you got this one you burned it see you later (laughs) he's like i'll i'll just do a notify warrant (laughs) yeah i'll just i know what you're wearing i'll see you later yeah bye at the donut shop (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, well, I think that's episode right. six. That's a wrap. Yeah. That's a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this was episode six, Too Drunk for Detox. Thank you guys for being our followers. Make sure you like, listen, comment, subscribe, send us your nudes in OOD, like noodles, like ramen, not like pictures. Oh. Too weird. Disappointing. Disappointing. Uh, reporting underscore party is our Instagram handle and you can email us all of your ideas and requests to reporting party podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.